Amen. Well, it's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Good to see each of you. And I trust that the Lord would uh, speak to us through his word tonight. If you have your Bibles, open your Bibles to the book of uh, Hebrews, chapter number 12. Very familiar passage of scripture. The Apostle Paul uh, speaking here in Hebrews chapter number 12. You, would you stand with us if you find, when you find your place? And look at what Paul says in uh, chapter number 12, verse number 1. The Bible said, Wherefore, seeing we are also compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside the, every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. I'm glad when God saves us, He puts us in a race. And uh, depending on how we run that race, uh, will determine what happens at the end when we meet him. He says in verse number two, looking unto Jesus, author and finish of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. Let's pray. Our Father, we're thankful tonight for the privilege that we have together here in Canaan Baptist Church. Lord, I want to thank you for this church tonight and the privilege, Lord, that we have to be a part of it. I pray, Lord, that you'd uh, speak to our hearts through your word. I pray you'd help us to see him tonight who's altogether lovely, high and lifted up. Lord, I pray that our hearts would be drawn to him and we'd recognize, Lord, it's not about us, but it's about Jesus. It's about our blessed Savior who uh, gave himself for us that we might have the privilege and the opportunity to serve him. Lord, thank you for what you've done and what you're doing. And Lord, what you can continue to do as we look to thee. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. In Hebrews chapter number 12, I want you to look at what he said in verse number 3. He said, for consider him. I was thinking today of all the things that we uh, might be considering tonight. We are uh, going to have elect an election pretty soon. We are uh, wondering who we're going to wind up with as a president. And uh, we're wondering tonight if America is going to survive. And we're wondering tonight whether what kind of country uh, our children are going to be raised up in. But I know tonight that the greatest thing that uh, we need to do is what he says in verse number three, consider him. We need to consider the Lord Jesus Christ. When we think of all the things that, they, uh, that we uh, worry about and we think about and cannot do anything about, the one thing we can do tonight is we can consider the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us that uh, in verse number two, he said, looking unto Jesus, who's the uh, author and the finisher of our faith. The Bible said in Philippians chapter one, verse number six, uh, that we are, we can be confident in this one thing that he, which hath begun a good work in us will continue it until the day of Jesus Christ. If God started to work in your heart, you can be assured tonight uh, that that work's going to continue until the, the Lord Jesus comes. And we just, we just need to keep our eyes on him tonight, looking unto Jesus. 
and uh, realize that he's, uh, he's going to take us through and he's going to provide exactly what we need if we just put our trust and faith in him. If we continue to look for him and uh, uh, realize that uh, he is our helper, he is our, our creator, he's our uh, all, all together. He's, the apostle Paul has said he's our all in all. And uh, the, the Bible tells us in uh, the book of Galatians, Paul was talking to that church and he said, I'm marveled that you're so soon removed uh, from him that called you uh, unto another gospel. You moved away from the gospel and uh, he said, uh, away from him that's called you to another gospel. But he said, there is no other. There's no other gospel that the one God has given us. There's no other gospel that the one uh, that we have. I remember <clears throat> uh, when I first got saved in 1965, most Baptist churches and most Baptist preachers believe that the Bible, this King James Bible, was the inspired, inerrant, infallible Word of God. Uh, today, a lot of folks have moved away from that. A lot of folks, uh, it, it's amazing to me that uh, even in some uh, fundamental uh, pr uh, Baptist churches, uh, preachers are moving away uh, from the Word of God. They say any, any uh, word will do, but Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. He that believeth in me shall have everlasting life. And this is the, the word that God has given us and we need uh, to look to it and uh, to depend on it. We need to consider his words tonight. The Bible said in John chapter 7, verse 46, never man spake like this man spake. And uh, even as a 12-year-old boy, Jesus was found in the temple astounding the uh, uh, leaders and the, the religious leaders and the lawyers of his day by the questions that he asked and the questions that uh, he, he answered uh, for them. And we need to consider the words of the Lord Jesus. When he spoke, he spoke convicting words. He spoke words that convicted the hearts of men and women. If you have your Bibles, turn with me, if you will, to the book of John, chapter number eight, for just a moment. And I want us to look at a few verses that he gives us in John chapter uh, number eight. The Bible said in verse number three, and the scribes and Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they say unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Moses said uh, uh, in the law, commanded us that she should be stoned. But Jesus, uh, but what Jesus, what shall, shall we say as thou? This they said, tempting him that they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. So when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, he that is without sin among you, let him cast the first stone. And again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And they which heard it of being convicted by their own conscience went out one by one, beginning at the eldest, even unto the last. Jesus was left alone and the woman standing in the midst. 
When Jesus had lifted up himself and saw no uh, none but the woman, he said unto her, Woman, where are these thine accusers? Hath not no man condemned thee? She said, No man, Lord. Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. And the convicting words of the Lord Jesus Christ convicted those uh, that were accusing this woman. And the Bible said they uh, went out without a word, uh, didn't, didn't speak a word, but they turned and walked away because the word of God had convicted them. You see, the word of God will convict us of our sin. In John chapter number three, when Nicodemus came to Jesus by night and uh, said to him, uh, we know that you are, are a, a, a teacher come from God. No man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. And uh, <clears throat> Jesus said unto him, Nicodemus, you must be born again. He said, if you ever intend to see the kingdom of God or enter the, that kingdom, he said, you must be born again. And the truth of the matter is tonight that uh, there's no way uh, uh, for any of us to get uh, to the Lord Jesus without uh, uh, being born again. The Bible said in Titus chapter number one, verse number nine, hold fast the faithful words as he hath begun, as he hath been taught that he may be able uh, by sound doctrine both to exhort and to convict the gainsayers. This word, this book is a convicting book. The reason most, a lot of people don't want to read this book is because God speaks to their heart uh, when they hear it. I'm amazed at the people that can sit in church Sunday after Sunday morning and Sunday night and uh, the word of God go forth. And there's uh, a preacher, the pastor stands and preaches the word of God. And I, I know that there are people here that are lost, but they won't uh, allow God. And God, I know that God's speaking to them but they won't come and allow the Lord Jesus Christ to move into their heart and into their life. And when Jesus spoke, he spoke words of conviction. He convicted those that were lost. But not only do I see in these verses that when he speaks, he speaks words that convict and he speaks words that comfort. Sunday morning, Brother Baker spoke about uh, the, the, uh, the comforting heart of the Lord Jesus in Matthew chapter 11, verse number 28, where Jesus said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Jesus is standing God. When Jesus Christ left this world, just before he left, he stood out over the city of Jerusalem and said, and said to them, Come unto me, all ye that labor, and I will give you rest. This world needs rest today. They're, they are restless. They need what Jesus uh, has to offer. And uh, he gives those rests that will, uh, will come to him. Uh, we need to consider the fact that uh, his words convict and his words comfort. You remember John chapter number 11 when uh, Lazarus had died and Mary and Martha came to Jesus and they said, uh, to him, if you'd have been here, our brother would not have died. And uh, Jesus waited four days before he went uh, because he knew that 
Uh, if he went, he would just raise Lazarus from the dead. He would heal him. And uh, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't know his resurrecting power. But I'm glad that uh, when he raised him from the dead, they realized that he, was, uh, he uh, had resurrecting power. He had not only healing power, but he had resurrecting power. The Bible said in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse number 1, Ye hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin. I'm glad that resurrecting power was still uh, here today. And uh, Jesus can raise dead sinners. Those uh, that, that uh, are lost without Christ can be saved today if they'll only uh, come to him and they'll only realize uh, what he can uh, do for them. You see, uh, his, his words convict sinners. His words comfort those that need comforting. And his words uh, will uh, cause men to draw closer to him. The Apostle Paul said in uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, he said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the power of God. Amen. Most folks are, are not most folks, but a lot of folks today are uh, allowing the world to transform them rather than the power of God, than the word of God. Uh, and I thought as I looked at these verses that uh, uh, we need to consider him for several reasons tonight. The Bible said in Psalm 68, verse number 11, the Lord gave the word. And one of the reasons we need to consider the word of God tonight is because God gave it. Amen. You see, see, God gave us this book to inspire us, to encourage us, to uplift us. And uh, 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 it doesn't matter where you open this book, uh, you can find the, the help and the strength that you need. In Acts chapter number eight, Ethiopian was uh, uh, going... Uh, uh, Philip had left a great revival and went down and uh, found, uh, met a, a man in a chariot uh, uh, going uh, away from the city. And he was reading from Isaiah chapter 53. And Philip asked him, uh, do you understand what you read? He said, how can I accept some man guide me? Philip uh, got up in the chariot, started at the same verses he was reading and uh, preached Jesus unto him. Uh, that man accepted what uh, Philip was saying. He said, what hinders me to be baptized? Gee, Philip said, if you believe, you can uh, be baptized. You see, uh, uh, water doesn't save you. You can't, you can't get saved by dipping in water. The only thing that will happen uh, for a lost man to be baptized is uh, he'll go down a, a dry center and come up a wet center. Uh, but but uh, when Jesus baptizes you with his Holy Spirit, then uh, you, you, you can be saved. Your life will change. Uh, the Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature, not hoping to be, not going to be, but right then, if, he, if Christ moves into his heart, he becomes a new creature in the Lord Jesus Christ. And you see, we need to consider him tonight 
because uh, the Lord gave the word, because he is the one uh, that gives us uh, his precious word. But let me, let me say tonight that we need to consider him not only because of his word, but we need to consider him because the word of this book works. In uh, John's gospel, chapter number four, Jesus, the Bible said Jesus must need go through Samaria. And uh, he met a woman there that had come for a drink of water. And uh, Jesus asked her for a drink of water. And she said, uh, why you being a Jew, are you talking to me? I'm a Samaritan. And uh, Jesus said, if you'd ask me for a drink of water, he said, I'd give you a well springing up under everlasting life. I'd give you a drink of water. You'd never have to come back to the well and uh, uh, drink again. And uh, I'm glad I got a drink of that water many years ago when the Lord Jesus came into my heart. But Jesus said, uh, and she said, uh, Lord, you don't even have a bucket to draw with. How are you going to draw us a, a drink of water? So Jesus Ask her this question. He said, where's your husband? She said, I don't have one. I've, uh, he's, Jesus said, I know it. I've, you've been married five times. You do it. Man, you're living with now is not your husband. And the Bible said that uh, when, the, when the, she realized who she was talking to and accepted him, what he was saying, accepted the word that he was giving to her, the Bible said she forgot a water pot, ran back into the city and said to those uh, men and Probably everybody she met. Uh, 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 come see a man that told me all things ever I did. Is not this the Christ? We need to consider him tonight. You can consider uh, everything this world has to offer. And it will all burn up in smoke one of these days. The Bible said heaven and earth is going to pass away. But Jesus said my word shall not Pass away. We need to consider him because not only does his word, uh, my friend, not only did God give his word, and not only does God's word work every time uh, that men accept it. You see, the Bible said in John chapter 9 and verse number 10 that uh, there was a blind man that got his eyes open and uh, <clears throat> uh, they asked him, how did, you, how did you get your eyes open? He said, a man named Jesus made a spittle and uh, anointed my eyes. And it told me to go dip in the, in the pool of Siloam. And he said, I went and dipped and I came forth. And now I see. Now they kept asking him, uh, don't, don't, uh, you need to give God the glory. We don't know who uh, this man called Jesus is. He said, I don't know who he is, but I know one thing. I was blind and now I can see. Uh, something happened. He said, he said why uh, a marvelous thing has happened. He said, will, will you not believe? Will you not trust him? Will you not accept what he offers to you? Uh, you see, they, they saw, they had eyes, but they were blind. He was blind but he had the privilege and the opportunity uh, to see. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 24, verse 35, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words 
shall never pass away. Psalm chapter 119, verse 80, 89. The Bible said, forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. God has already settled it. But the question tonight is, has he settled it in your heart? Has he, has he settled it in your heart, in your life? A lot of people wonder why some people in the church come to the altar every time the altar is open. And uh, uh, they do. They may be coming to pray for you. They may be coming to pray for loved ones. They may be coming to pray uh, for family members. Uh, but we all have things we need to pray about. We all have time, uh, things that we need uh, to look to Jesus and consider what he has to, to offer us. You see, the, the, the Bible has something to offer every one of us this morning. That's why or tonight we need to read God's word and we need to have him to speak to our heart. You see, I, I remember reading uh, a while back about uh, how Charles Hattie and Spurgeon got saved. He went to a church on a Sunday, stormy Sunday night, only five people there in, the, in that meeting. And a lay preacher got up to preach and he read a verse of scripture from Isaiah chapter 45, verse number 22, that said, look unto me all ye the ends of the earth and live. And Charles Spurgeon said that from that moment on, he never heard a word that that preacher said or, or that the man, he wasn't actually a preacher. Uh, he was a, a lay preacher, uh, but uh, he never heard because God was speaking to his heart and uh, he wound up, God wound up using him to, Shake England after. But you see, here, here's, what, here's what Charles Spurgeon was doing. He was looking for some way, uh, something would, that would change his mind, something that would uh, uh, help him to see how all, a lot of his family, a lot of his friends uh, were, were sold out to Jesus. And he wanted, he wanted that for his life. And he allowed God to speak to his heart. And that happened to him. It can happen to anyone today who will look to him, who will consider him, who will recognize that he's not only the author, he's the finisher. And what he starts, he's going to finish. I'm glad that God works his will, his way, and uh, our hearts, and if we'll just allow him to, he'll, he'll make, uh, make a way for uh, any of us that'll just trust him. Let's pray. Our Father, we are thankful tonight for the love of God that uh, passes all understanding, Lord, that uh, brings us to a place, Lord, where we can see uh, what, a, what a wretched creature we were. And Lord, how you reached down and lifted us out of the miry pit of sin. The psalmist said, I, he set my feet on a solid rock, established my going. 
put a new song in my heart, even praise unto thee. Lord, we're so thankful tonight for uh, what you not only can do, but what you will do in our hearts tonight if we'll just draw nigh unto thee. Lord, I pray that you'd bless tonight as the pianist comes. Lord, I pray that you'll speak to our hearts and allow us, Lord, to draw nigh to thee so you can draw nigh to us in Christ's name. Amen. <laughs> 